Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey. It's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome to episode 318 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast, Nick and Drew, Summer Edition. Only a couple left, baby. Fall is here. The, the, the training camps are in. The preseason oh, we got games a month are left. on. One month left, I think, yeah, like my, to the day. My head, much, is, right? uh, my head is still in football season now. I transitioned to second ACFC is eliminated. You go to right. Fan, right to fantasy football. See, I, I have a little bit of a breather. Right about now is when I start. Once fish tour ends, because yes. fish is almost like a sports league. It is. It is a sport. Following it. It is. The tickets and the traveling. We got to witness a no-hitter. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> how I feel about it. That is. That is. <laughs> All right. Good. Folks, let's get right to the trivia action. Happy to have you with us on the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick and I uh, go back and forth with some questions that are going to be on your upcoming Quizzo Trivia game played all across the uh, United States of America, mostly in the... New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware area. You could check that out on quizotrivia.com or the live network.com plugs. Here we go, Nick. First question of today's Quizzo Trivia podcast is the Magnum XL200 
a machine gun, a space laser, or a roller coaster? The Magnum? The Magnum XL 200. It I'm, is either I'm glad a you didn't mach- say condom because I would have had it wrong. I almost put condom as a choice. Because that, that, I would have gone, gone Magnum XL 200. But the problem is there is a condom called the Magnum. Right. So that's why I didn't use it. Right. But that's what I would have guessed. Had yes, you but the XL200 would have been. All right, so we've got one, one more time. Machine that is gun. a power move, though, if you go into a pharmacy and just as loud as you can be like, do you have any extra large condoms? <laughs> yeah, you just leave them in your car. Like, like a round. Real, yeah, nut. just like really. <laughs> you know, just like, and also, I mean XXL. Like, I'm not even talking about <laughs> single X. Like, do you have any just real, <laughs> really, like for horses? Do you have any horse condoms? Uh, so we've got a machine gun. A, a roller coaster, space laser, and a roller coaster. All right. Hmm. I think it was good choices. Yeah, I really don't have uh, a clear thought here. It was I, in the I, news. That's I, why we're that's why we're asking it this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling as though I would uh, have heard of the roller coaster. Not that I'm up on roller coasters, but I. I'm enough up on them. I feel like I would have heard if there was some new roller coaster. Uh, I'll say Space Laser. Good guess, but it is a roller coaster. It is a roller the, coaster. the Magnum XL200 is in Sandusky, Ohio, at the uh, famed Cedar Point, Cedar Point which I've been to. It is the steepest roller coaster in the world. It, did it just open? Uh, yeah, it actually had to be closed because of uh, uh, like. Uh, some faulty stuff that they found, so okay. that's that's why it got in the news. They had to they had to shut it down. To tough tough name for a town, Sandusky, Ohio. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't always. Yeah. <laughs> but then at a, I'd be at changing. a certain point, I'd be looking into a yeah, it's, a it, name it, change exactly. And like the neighboring town of Adolph, Ohio, also not doing themselves <laughs> not any favors, doing any favors for tourism. No. Where do you want to spend the summer? Sandusky. Sandusky? <laughs> no. No. Definitely not. Uh, all right, what city is home to the most Fortune 500 companies? What city is Wilmington? home to the most Fortune 500 companies? It's a great guess because everybody Wilmington, incorporates Delaware. in Delaware, but the Fortune 500. They don't care? They don't care as much, yeah. Hmm. All right. 44 of the 500 companies call this city home. San Francisco? New York City. New York City, Okay. So, no, did not know that. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have guessed, guessed that either. Silicon Valley because there's so many tech giants based there and have been. And I'd have guessed Delaware because technically. And Texas is on its way. Uh, like as the state of Texas, not its yeah. specific city. But No, Dallas is. Of, if you want to find the nicest city in America, I think it's Dallas, Texas. Yeah, you, li- you like Dallas, huh? I don't like it, but in just in terms of like aesthetic cleanliness, pleasant. Like, they do take pride. It's incredible. In like the the city is incredible. It is like sprawling suburbs everywhere. Beautiful towns. You know, it's nice. That's what I hear. Uh, Nick recently released on parole. Who is the infamous preppy killer? You remember this as a kid? Mm-mm. Happened in the eighties. We were about ten or twelve years old. I remember it vividly. This was a mm. massive story. Basically, the preppy killer was this. Uh, this like douchey frat kid, and he got like drunk and took a girl to Central Park, raped her, and killed her. Oh man, no, and, I don't, uh, maybe because you were in North Jersey, it was more of a story. And he was maybe. like a rich kid, you know what I mean? So they were like, uh, "Are we going to let?" And the they rich let him kid? out. No, they they just let him on parole this year. That yeah. happened in 1988. 
think, and he was like 21. You think if you rape and kill somebody, it's like, that's it. He says he was drunk and they were having rough sex and it got out of hand and uh, he, okay. he didn't so know So he had his... a defense? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know his name. Okay, no, his no name's sense. Robert Chambers. Okay. Yeah, the preppy killer. So, streets of New York City. Dude's just literally wandering around now. Like, that's weird. Yeah, the guy who shot Reagan is out too, right? Yeah, John Hinckley. Yeah, you'd think if you shoot a president. But he's insane. And he, like, lives with his mom or something. He writes music, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, uh, not doing it for me in terms of his career. <laughs> You're not going to have uh, the John Hinckley soundtrack playing anytime soon. He reminds me of, like, you early know who's uh, a Beach musical Boys. savant. <laughs> the guy that shot Reagan. We should get, see what he's up to. Uh, All right, what do you got in general knowledge? All right, so you were pretty versed in the Rat Pack, right? Yeah, I love the Rat Pack. I listened. I read a book on them. All right, great. So then you'll you'll know this then. Okay. What member of the Rat Pack was also the brother-in-law of John F. Kennedy? Which member of the Rat Pack was JFK's brother-in-law? Okay, it's not Frank. It was not Dean Martin. Or was it Dean Martin? It was not Sammy Davis Jr. It's definitely not Sammy Davis Jr. Peter Lawner. Lawford. Lawford. That's what I'm going to go with. Peter Lawford was married to Patricia Kennedy. There you go. There it's, you I go. only <laughs> guessed that because that was the one I remembered, and I didn't think the others had <laughs> ever mentioned. But I didn't know that. So that's, that's yeah. great. Peter Lawford. So Rat Pack, Sinatra, Lawford. Dean Martin. Dean Martin. Sammy, Sammy Davis. Davis. Was there one more or no? Was there just the four? Bishop. Joey Bishop. Joey Bishop. That's the guy I was trying to think of. Yes, Joey Bishop. Great books and stories about those five and their exploits. Yeah. Um, ready to move to sports, Nick? I am. All right. Under over time for you, Nick. Okay. Under over 100 years old. How old is Marv Levy, former Buffalo Bills head coach? Over under 100 years old? 100. First of all, did you know he's alive? I mean, if I if we played alive should, or yeah, dead, I, I probably would have played alive just because I don't remember him dying. dying. Okay. Um, fair, fair enough. Good call. But let me try to pinpoint those Buffalo years. Um, it was before the Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm. Before that dynasty. So late 80s. Oh, one of them ran into the Cowboys. Right. Early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. So we're talking 30 years ago. Was he 70? I'm going to say under. I think he was in his 60s. Marv Levy just turned 98. Yeah. Just made it. Just made it. <laughs> so, But that dude is knocking on Hundy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Good for him. He also looked like he was 87 in 1987. Yes. Which is a phenomenon we've seen now that, often. Th- where that's why I thought you would be like, hmm, he did look... Like he was in his 80s. <laughs> he looked like he was in his 80s back then, <laughs> right. in, the, in the 1980s, yeah. All right, what you got in sports? 65 is the new... or 85 <laughs> is the new 65. That's good. Uh, all right, what player did the Nets offer to the New York Knicks if they'd waive the territory fee for joining the NBA? Julius Irving? Julius Irving. The only player that could possibly mean anything. Can you imagine the Knicks turned down Dr. J because they wanted the territory fee? Which I, I will... Uh, I should have looked that up. What was the territory fee for joining the NBA Jesus. at this time? Like How about we just give grand? you one of the greatest players ever? Yeah. Mm. Who ended up uh, going on to win a championship? Um, all right. This is one of those questions I'm, I'm, I don't even really want to ask 
because I just think it's incredible. But I know you're going to get the right answer because just the fact that I'm asking is going to make you choose one of the, the answers. But first 674 games in major in their major league career. More home runs. Otani or Babe Ruth? Oh, gosh. got to be Otani. By one. That's it? 160 to 159. They have identical pitching records, too. Wow. Identical. Yeah, Otani is insane. He's Babe Ruth. I mean, there's no other way to put it. He has the better. First he has exact the exact same pitching statistics as Babe did back then, um, and then Babe quit pitching and focused on hitting when he went to the Yankees. So Otani's not going to do that. He's he's one of the best arms in Major League Baseball, in addition to being an incredible, you know, hitter. So do you think he will he will be paid at like two star players? Like, what kind of contract do you think this? I think he'll get, get like. A star and a half. In other words, like let's say the top salary so right now is like million? is like thirty five million. Is no, they're, it? no, they're they're at forty. They're in the forties. Who's making forty? I don't know a single player that's making anywhere near that. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. Uh, highest MLB salaries. MLB. He is. Uh, the pitchers are getting for. I mean. Didn't Scherzer or yeah forty three? Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, so like Judge Verlander and and uh, and. Uh, Scherzer at 40. Rendon right. is at 38. Trout is at 37. But he Those signed are, years ago. Like, Trout would be making more now if he signed. Yeah, but he's still the second highest paid or third highest paid non-pitcher. Um, so, yeah, my, my guess is he gets like 55. It's fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. Because he's worth more to me than Judge just with the bat. I think he's a better He's He's, he's the best hitter, and he's probably the... Eighth best pitcher. Something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you deserve top that. Top ten pitcher? Yeah, yeah, definitely top ten. He's definitely top ten. But, like, Steven Strasburg's making $35 million this year. That's insane. Right. So I've yet to hear his name spoken this year until just now. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Make 35. Francisco Lindor, $34 million. Oh, he's batting 226, though. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> Carlos that's Correa, $33 million. Weren't you supposed to have him? We traded for him, but I want to say he, maybe he failed the physical or yeah, something. Yeah, he failed the physical. You signed him as a free agent, then he failed the physical. Yeah, there are some overpaid people. I mean, Otani's at 30 now. So, yeah, I, I would say he probably close to double. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but, yeah, so that's uh, uh, 160, 159. Pretty crazy. Did you know, um, true or false, Major League Baseball players can wear double zero? I'm going to say false just because I haven't seen it. but It's actually true. There have been like three players that have worn double okay, zero over time. Yeah, I, can't, I couldn't I can't. think of one either. I didn't think it was allowed. Right. And I had to look it up. And turns out it is allowed. But uh, there was one player that recently just switched. He was double zero and he, he moved to two. I'm surprised nobody grabs it just to be unique. At this yeah. Point. Like just to... Absolutely. Let's see. MLB players wearing double zero. I got one more sports question for you here. What is the oldest current NHL venue? What is the oldest current NHL That's venue? That's crazy. It's, it's so few number of players that, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. About 17 players ever have won double zero. Don Baylor was one of them. Bobby Bonds was one of them. But they only wore it for a year. Okay, I don't remember seeing either. The only guy who's worn it for more than three years is Jeff Leonard from the Seattle Mariners. That's it. It must have been like a number shortage thing or something, or they were just so bad. But there's one guy who wears it currently, 
Taiwan Walker. Oh. Taiwan yeah. Walker. Pitcher for the Phillies. Yep. He lost his fastball, apparently. But he's got a good record. He's having he's a good the Blue year. Jays. Isn't he? On the Blue Jays? If he was on here with somebody else. No, he's on the Phillies. Yeah. He was on the Blue Jays. Yeah. So, interesting. He's on the Mets. Um, all right. What was the question again? Uh, what is the oldest current NHL venue? In the National Hockey League was the oldest venue. Where do the Canadians play? Labs. Right. I don't know what it's called. Me neither. I'm going to have to go with that. It's actually MSJ. Madison really? Square Garden is the oldest NHL venue. Are you serious? Huh? That's interesting. No, I didn't. I, I almost wanted to guess that because you're asking me the question and we were just in MSG yep. and I figured. But <laughs> I'm thinking, how can that be? I guess Montreal could have gotten a new arena. Yeah, they must have had an, something yeah, built. at some point in time. And uh, my other guess would have been Boston, but the new, but nah, I know Boston yeah. Garden's yeah. very new. Yeah. But the old one that they used to play in was. Um, all right, let's move on to geography history. Uh, why don't you start us off? All right, what religious group first settled in colonial Massachusetts? What was the religious... The Puritans? You got it. The Puritans. Yeah. The Mayflower. The Mayflower. Yeah, that's... Uh, a good time, those Puritans. The <laughs> they, they escaped to uh, religious persecution so that they could persecute people here <laughs> if they didn't follow religion. their religion. <laughs> good times. Gotta love that. <laughs> Nick, uh, You're what? showing your ankle. Burner at the stake. Burner at the stake. She's a witch. <laughs> She knows math. She's a witch. Burner. So might I point out that we left uh, our native country out of these very... Sa- Shut up. Burn him. She talked to a man. Burner burn at, at the, the stake. stake. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what name is given to the Federal Controlled Access Highway System of Germany? The Autobahn? The Autobahn. All right. I've heard of that. Yes. Absolutely. And there's no speed limit on the Autobahn. On parts of the Autobahn. That is a tremendous misconception. Um, But keep in mind, uh, driver safety is paramount, so you can still be pulled over for driving like a douche on the Autobahn. All right. So if you're passing people, you're just driving erratically. Yes, correct. Hey, what was uh, the profession of John Wilkes Booth? Abraham Lincoln's assassin, John Wilkes Booth. What did he do professionally? He was an actor. He was an actor. Yeah, yeah I knew that. And uh, I remember hearing that he memorized the play where he shot Lincoln, and he knew exactly when the crowd would laugh. So he could so he could shoot, shoot him then and then, and then get out get right second. during the laughter. Yep, and he did. And he got caught. Did you ever hear about the doctor who treated Wilkes Booth after he was shot leaving? Yeah, Mud. Yeah, that's Your where name is Mud. his name is Mud yeah. comes from. Dr. Mud. Samuel Mud, I believe. Samuel Mud. Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. Um, all right. Do you remember what he yelled? What Wilkes Booth yelled when he shot him? Yep. It was a Latin quote. Oh. The, it was the, death to tyrants in Latin. Okay. Yes. This guy wants to make people not be slaves. <laughs> He's a tyrant. He's a tyrant. <laughs> he wants to let people be free. What a tyrant. Tyrant. Tell me I can't own a man. Um, all right, Nick. Uh, anything? You got another geography history? That's good. That was it. All right, let's do uh, entertainment. We're going to entertain them and get the H out of here. All right. Uh, not sure this is well known or not. We'll find out. Dick Grayson is the real name of what superhero? That is Robin, Robin from Batman. Yeah. yeah, I always thought that was funny. Yeah, 
is just the worst name for him. Right. He doesn't look like a Dick Grayson no. on any level whatsoever. He looks like a Timmy something. <laughs> like Timmy Johnson. Timmy Johnson. Yeah. Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson, no thanks. Um, Nick, a New York City transit official took a $40,000 bribe to overlook the famous chase scene in what 1971 movie? One more time. A New York City transit official took a $40,000 bribe to overlook the famous chase scene in what 1971 movie? <sighs> there is a really famous chase scene, but it doesn't take place in New York City. And I don't think it was in 71. I think it was later. So I'm going to say it's not the French Connection. It is the French Connection. It is the French Connection. The French Connection. That's the famous chase scene. That it takes place in New York. Takes I place in New York place City. Place in uh, San Francisco for some reason. Nope. But I'm confusing it with a different. Yeah. Nope. But I I, I knew that that was the correct. famous the chase famous scene. chase scene in the French Connection. They had the the director had to bribe the transit officials to allow them to, to allow to. them to shoot it because they were driving like maniacs. Yeah. All right. So crazy, right? It's been a while since I saw that movie. Good movie, Gene Hackman. Yeah, right. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. Maybe his best. Yeah. All right. Th- this question. It's not even really the question, but I'm just going to ask you if you have any idea what the first spinoff from a spinoff was. What TV show was the first spinoff of a spinoff? The real question I'm asking is this show I do was know a it. spinoff of what two shows? I do know it. It's it, uh, Happy Days was the first it's not right. show. So Mork and Mindy? No, this was before. This was even before. This was before that. So yeah, right. I know what you're what you're thinking. Yeah, because Happy Cause Days Laverne had Shirley, had Laverne and Shirley, and Joni and Chachi, and right. uh, Mork and Mindy. Yeah, this show was a spinoff of a show that. So, so I it's mean, even older. I don't even know. All right, so here I'll ask you this way: Good Times was a spinoff of what two shows? Ten points each. The Jeffersons. No. <sighs> All in the family. All in the Family, the Jeffersons were a spinoff of All in the Family. That and, I knew and for Maud. sure. And Maud. Wait, so Good Times was a spinoff of All Maud. in the Family and Maud? Yeah, well, Maud was a spinoff of All in the Family. Oh, I didn't know and that. And then Good Times was a spinoff of... Maud? Of Maud. So the first spinoff of a spinoff is Good Times. If that makes any and sense. Jeffersons came out of All in the Family, too. The Jeffersons came yeah. out of All in the Family? Yeah. The, uh, George, I thought they- George Jefferson was his neighbor. Oh, right, right, right. Before, That's right. Before That's right. he moved on up, he was the, the neighbor of, uh, uh, of hey, what's his name there? Wait, hold on. I got, I got something wrong here. Hold on. No, no, okay. That is right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Spin off Good Times, yeah. Yeah. All in the family. Spin off Good Times from, yeah, okay. Right, so the Jeffersons didn't have another spinoff of it. That's what would that's be, why the, it would that's be a, the end. Right, of it. but Maud spun off, and then yeah, Good my, Times spun off. I from thought it. maybe Good Times was a spinoff of the Jeffersons through All in the Family, but I didn't realize Maud was in that mix at all. So tough one, definitely a tough one. Who's in? Is people uh, are is in the uh, What's her name in Maud? Uh, B B Arthur. She was in Maud. Was she? I don't know. I'm asking. I'm trying to think who Maud was. Yeah, yeah, you're you're right. She was Maud. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Norman Lear created the show. Jesus, he created everything. Yeah, he, well, he created all of them, right? Uh, Rue McClanahan also appeared in Maud. Oh. Which makes me wonder if, but now nah, there was no. But yeah, Esther Roll was Florida Evans, who became 
the good times. Yeah, the mom with good times, right? Yep. No, I didn't. I did not know that, but that is before my time. Like yeah. I, I remember those shows vaguely. Yeah, as a my kid, grandparents watched them on reruns. Yeah, so, me too. In the eighties, growing up, they were yeah. always on on reruns. Yeah, that's, so that's when I, I got saw to them. See. But it, tough for me to like really remember the the details. Um, all right, Nick. What rapper is responsible for popularizing the word YOLO, even apologizing for it on a two thousand fourteen Saturday Night Live monologue, saying he didn't realize how popular it had become? I think I know this. Okay. I have no idea why I think I know this, but I do like. I did like that whole YOLO thing for a little while, and I think I re- is it Drake? It's Drake. Yeah, yeah. All right. I did remember that. Yeah, in 2012, he popularized YOLO, which you only live once. For those who don't know, what I that think is. I saw somebody with a hat, like probably in 2012, that said YOLO, and I was like, "What does that mean?" And they're like, "You only live once." And I was like, "Ah, it's pretty cool. I like that. I like that." Yeah. Then I realized it was from like later on. Yeah. Then I because he had a song. Then right? I, yeah, yo, song? yeah. Then I stopped liking it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> I didn't realize it was a rap. As soon as it became a fan, this person was not the type of person you would think would be wearing a hat from That's a rapper. YOLO. Right. It was like just <laughs> never would have connected the two dots. And then I think I remember. Uh, well, you that do only live Drake, once. And I left. Allegedly. I mean, we don't know that for a fact. You know, if reincarnation doesn't exist. Well, who knows? All right. What do you got? Entertain. Let's, that's uh, it, man. That's it. All right, folks. That is it for episode 318 of the Quiz of Trivia podcast. Get out to a show. We'll see you next week. Yeah.